Welcome to the Autonomy Talent Podcast, where we feature creatives, discuss what they do, what they do to promote their creative endeavors, and try to come up with new methods that might boost their results and yours. We'll also have the occasional industry expert here to talk about what's new in digital marketing. So enjoy the show and remember to always live intentionally. Yeah, I can hear you. I'm getting some like feedback. I'm getting I'm hearing myself echo back a few seconds later. Oh, that's uh, weird. It stopped though. Glitch in the system. Glitch in the matrix, what do you know? <laughs> yeah. Technology's good when it's good and it's not when it's not. Exactly. Just, even though but even on its worst days, I would still rather have it than not. Oh, I yeah, absolutely. I can't imagine a life without technology. Well, see, my daughter's 13 here in 2021. I turned 13 in 1984. It was a whole different world back then. (laughs) (laughs) I was little in the 70s. It was, uh, you know, we we were lucky to have color television. Right, yeah. And it was a big wooden box that sat on the floor with a screen in front of it. If you wanted to change the channel, you had to get up and walk your ass over there and change the channel. (laughs) (laughs) I was my parents' remote back then. Exactly. We've got it so good now. You can do it right from your phone now. Exactly. So, Karma, it's been a minute. How you how you been? Good, good. It's you know, it's been a long uh let's see, like eight months, I think. So but we're good. Yeah, I was looking at just before we got on here, you you were on back on episode six. And this is going to be um I believe episode number 31 when it releases. So it's been a while. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been a minute. And that's after I'm taking a few months hiatus late last year. So true. True. So I know you've had a lot going on in that time. I know you've dropped an album. I know you've dropped a couple of collab singles and just, uh, it just run us through what has all come around in the world of karma since the last time we talked. Oh, man. I don't even remember the last time we did talk. I know it was before the album. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the album pretty much set the tone to end 2020 and lead into 2021. Um, Come and Get It is it's my baby. It's one of my favorite projects that I've had the pleasure of putting together. And I most appreciate this album because I took my music back in a sense. I hand-selected every beat. I hand-selected each feature and the producer and the engineer and I made sure that everything that was put together was to my liking and the way I wanted it instead of how other people want to hear it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so I, you know, I got the pleasure of working with Jazzy J, Otaku920, um, uh, King Dice Man, Grant Four, just so many different people. B-Funk, which was amazing. Daz Monique, which was again amazing. Uh, Matthew Seth as always. And then, you know, the the engineers and producers were just phenomenal. So they really brought it to life without them. You know, there is no karma. There was no album. 
I feel you. I, uh, my second interview with B-Funk just aired this week, too, actually. So cool that you shouted him out because we shout you out a few times in that one. You need to go check it out if you haven't already. <laughs> yeah, I did see it. Uh, he shared it on Facebook, yeah. Right. Yeah, he's been sharing it all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, as I as have I. Yeah, that's my brother. That's that's my boy. Oh, I know. Yeah, you two are pretty tight, aren't you? We are, yeah. It was funny. We, we, you came up while I was talking to him. He's like, oh, yeah, I was just texting her right before we got on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of my best friends. That's awesome. He's a good dude, man. He really is. He has the kindest heart and the pure soul, so he's really amazing. I totally agree. <laughs> so, uh... What about that album you dropped late last year? Um, let us know a little better. What is what's some of the be- your what's your number one favorite track you think off the album? If you could narrow it down to just one. Oh God, you know what? I've had this question so many times, and I think my <laughs> answer changes each time. Um, Come and get it again. It some people will disagree, and that's fine. But it's a very cohesive album. One song leads right into the next one. It's almost like a story. You know, it starts with the you know, my dream telling, you know, I'm telling you what my goals are and how I'm going to achieve them. And I'm not going to stop until I achieve them. And then we lead into girl power and work, which are just, you know, positive messages about empowerment and equality and just embracing yourself. Um, you know, stop telling, which was, you know, me telling people I'm not going to, I'm not going to change just because you tell me to, um, you know, and then we head into be the one and naughty, naughty and, uh, you know, they're more fun, more party songs, more club tracks, you know, and then we got It's the Weekend and I See You and all of this interlude, which are just very, they're kind of slow it down, but, you you know, you still get the vibes. And then we head into the ending, which is, you know, drop it low, let me show you, um, frantic. And then we ended with uh, squad goals, booty gains and insincerely, which is, you know, me at my most vulnerable state. Um, if I had to pick a favorite of those 16, oh, you're killing me, Smalls. Um, <laughs> you know what? I just work is just it's my song. It's my it's my heart. It's me. It was um, it was a track that was scary to put out, um, but so, so worth it when I did. And it was just one more reminder that I am me. I love me and I'm going to keep being me no matter what. And you should be you because there's only one you so embrace yourself and i think that's important so that's yeah. going to be my favorite yeah i remember that one that was one of the singles that dropped before the actual album came out wasn't it or did i just get an advanced copy of it i don't remember you got me yeah oh, okay did you hear my question i just asked you no i guess my audio had cut out um i was saying that uh Work, that was one. Did that one drop before the album? That was a single that came out earlier, wasn't it? Yes, that yeah, I did so hear that question. I'm sorry. Yeah, it did drop before with the music video. Yeah, it yeah, was uh, it, for Pride Month. I was pretty sure it was. it's one of the ones I did on the uh, Indie Artist Spotlight episode, actually, too. So. Yes. Yep, yep, yes, yep. you did. I couldn't remember if I just had gotten it early to do that with or if it had actually been released early. I wasn't sure how that all went down. <laughs> it's been yeah, a while. It, yeah, it dropped in June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool deal. Uh, so, wow, that's you've had a busy, you had a really busy 2020, didn't you? Yeah. Yes, I did. You know, personally and musically, um, it's been hectic, but you know, it's paying off little by little. 
I feel you. I've been in the same boat myself. There's been a lot going on in the last year, year and a half or so now, but it's it all has its – sometimes it takes a little longer to pay off than what we had hoped for, but, you know, yeah. it, it could always be worse. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, so what's next coming down the pipe? Oh, 2021. I was going to do a deluxe album for Come and Get It, but I've decided to scrap that idea and just put out a single every two weeks. Um, So right now I have now through June scheduled, uploaded with distribution and ready to release Uh, starting tomorrow. Well, uh, (laughs) starting March 5th. Uh, Tomorrow as this is being recorded. (laughs) Right. Um, So, you know, Hacerte with... Matthew Seth is a Latin track. It's it's very swaggy. It's very sexy. It's um it, it'll definitely get you moving. And that's that's a song that I did back in oh, 2018 or 2019 that I just I wasn't happy with the mix on that album that it was on. And so Seth and I have revamped it and brought it back to life um, with a better mix, you know, ad libs, and we just we we redid the entire track to make it better. And I'm really happy with where it's at. Um, March 19th, which is one of my favorite songs that I've created, is Alive. And this song is, it's its important to me because it's a reminder for not only myself, but other people that music is my life. So even, you know, even if people don't listen, even if, you know, I, it doesn't take off, I'm still going to create because the music is for me. Um, Absolutely. You know, that's that's March. And then I have a few features this month that I'm a part of that will be dropping. So March 12th will be Train Ride with Kid G. Um, March, shoot, I feel like I'm missing somebody. March 26th will be um, It's Not Weak to Speak with Thompson. And he's actually from Australia. He hit me up randomly. We had never even spoken. And he was like, I really like your mental health advocacy and I like your positive vibes. I would really, you know, really, really like if you would jump on this track with me. And I was like, yeah, you know, send it over and let me see if we can vibe. And it was a really good track. So I'm super excited to have gotten a verse on it. Um, April will be super fun. Uh, the first track is April 2nd and it's called Come and Get It featuring Bravo Season. He absolutely murked that track in Clado, um, uh, Clado's play- Playground. He's the producer he just the beat is just it's so awesome um and then we have body talk which is produced by young and icy and that one features matthew seth again um he and i were going to do a collab ep but we've kind of been lagging on that so we're just going to release them as singles um and then we end that month with tiktok bop which is just it's exactly what it sounds like (laughs) It was funny. I was in the in Subway with my daughter just yesterday, and I I don't remember which song it was. It's one that you've heard. It's a big a major you know major label major artist song right now. But it's it's so catchy. It's like the verses are just completely like forgettable as can be, but the hook is like super catchy. And I was sitting there telling my daughter, I was like, you know what? I guarantee you, when they wrote that song, they were they were going, hmm, let's just write something with a hook that'll pop on TikTok. <laughs> Exactly. And and kind of that's how you have to kind of be right now. TikTok is the place to be. And as, as hard as it is for us uh, older millennials, um, it's it's kind of where we have to be. We have to adapt and 
uh, grow in what's popular. So, you know, some of us may be against it, but if we want to progress and reach more people, that's the best route. And of course, I have to chuck a little bit at older millennials. So. <laughs> <laughs> People think I'm 16, and I have to remind them I'm almost 30. I know, but like older millennials is like the, these these two words. This is an oxymoron. <laughs> they don't go I, yeah, I, I trust me, I get it. I just I'm trying to remind people. Oh yeah, but the the funny part is that uh, there's actually a, a comedy special from um. Oh, Eliza Schlesinger. Yes, you know, Elder Millennial. Elder, yes. Elder Millennial. That one is great. She's <laughs> All amazing. All her stuff is great, though. Yeah, she's hilarious. She's one of my favorite comics. These right yeah, now. mine too. Man, yeah, that was a great special. I, I, as a matter of fact, I might need to go back and watch that one again here soon. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what triggered. That's the thought it triggered in me when you said that. Anyway. Um, so you haven't had really that much going on then. It sounds like you must be bored. <laughs> yeah, super bored. I need something like, to I'm do. So bored. <laughs> oh my gosh. Bored in the house. And, oh no, let's not go there. <laughs> I was just about to pop off too. <laughs> Man, that that dude got just like instantly famous for one little hook. Just him pounding on a floor and. and singing that little hook <laughs> that yeah hilarious. and then he ended up getting a feature from taiga for it so yeah pay it off absolutely ride it ride that wave as far as you can man absolutely and he, i've heard seen interviews with him talking about you know he'd been putting out music for like 10 years and it was mostly crickets you know a little bit here and there but then suddenly that one little stupid thing popped off on tiktok and he blew up and now things are like he's looking at you know an actual career now after that it's just crazy how things work that way ain't it funny when that happens yeah those serendipitous moments man just like the guy you said from australia that you just happened across and or he happened across you and, and kind of liked your vibe and said let's work together and it just happens to work out man it's, i love those stories those are great yeah it's a an interesting but amazing community we have in the indie world it most certainly is I think that's how, like, all of my features and collabs have come about have all been from um, internet. Just a second. You want? Mm -hmm. Yes, please. Cool. I can always edit, so don't worry about saying something. <laughs> oh, oh okay. <laughs> my, my daughter was asking me a question. So. <laughs> anyway, um, speaking of, she was asking me if we needed, she needed me to do help. Me did if I needed her to help with some tweets, some retweets and stuff. I like, guess I do, please. But uh, that brings me to my next thing. I was about to come up. I was about to ask you about. Since you're so bored, I guess that explains how much time you spend on Twitter every day. <laughs> so funny enough, um, my about seventy five percent of my tweets are um, scheduled. So every Sunday, I take two hours to schedule out my tweets for the week the ones that I feel are important. And then I'll just throughout the day when I can, if I'm not at work, I'll respond and, you know, tweet random stuff. But most of those are scheduled. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, what, what scheduling tool are you using? You don't mind me asking. Uh, Hootsuite. Yeah. Cool. I know that's one of the, that's one of the most popular ones. Yes. 
I'm since some networks kind of like I know Facebook got really where they didn't like you use scheduling tools, external scheduling tools, and they were really like kind of pushing down engagement and how much they showed posts that were scheduled. And so I've been since then I've been a little leery. I've used Buffer, I've used Hootsuite, and I've used several others over the years, but um, I've, I haven't really used any in quite a while, and I'm. Really thinking that, like, maybe for Twitter, some standard stuff that you know you're going to want to put out on the regular, like maybe about, you know, podcast episodes and whatnot. Maybe I should start doing that again. Yeah, I mean, for Twitter engagement, it's amazing. But, yeah, Facebook is kind of, eh. And Instagram, I've noticed I only get, like, any kind of engagement when I pay for ads. Yeah, unless you're really engaging yourself and then people reciprocate uh, that seems to be the case on instagram as of late but that's just it's following the same trend that facebook did you know and it's like when uh, reels first came out on on instagram they were popping really big you'd start putting up reels and they'd get like i had a couple of them from my band account that got like three four thousand views in like an hour Wow. And yeah, I didn't with, get with just a couple of hand, with just a couple hundred followers is all we had at the time. Like I don't even think two hundred yet at the time. Yeah. And and it was like, wow, that's crazy. But then just once in a while one would pop like that out of the blue. But um that was like twice I think that happened. And the rest of it's been just pretty mundane, slow, steady growth. But yeah, Instagram's the kind of a different animal. I've kind of I don't know. You and I are both in agreement. I think that Twitter has a lot more interactive. Yes, for sure. Especially between artists. I don't know so much about from, I don't know, do you get a lot of interaction with with fans on Twitter? On Twitter, yeah, but not on Facebook. I'll get some, like not nearly as much as um, Twitter and Instagram. I'll get more on Instagram than Facebook, but Twitter has been my my home base. I was just curious because it seems like a lot of uh, the interaction, I, at least I've gotten on Twitter across the couple of different accounts that I use um, that I manage uh, that seems to be mostly just other artists, like, you know, just kind of networking together and helping. You know, there's, that's great. There's a lot of benefit to that. And it does help spread awareness so other people will wind up seeing it. But I don't get a whole lot of like... I don't see a lot of just fan interaction. Not only on my stuff, but other people that I see. So it seems like it's more kind of like a networking tool, really, than than a fan engagement tool. Or this has been my experience with it. It seems like you've had a bit different experience. Yeah, I mean, I think it's also based on who you follow. And I know your activity and your engagement you know, it changes things, you know, your algorithms, which is the most important piece of the puzzle. Um, I've seen, you know, obviously a lot of artists and producers and engineers follow me, but I have a lot more people, uh, not a lot more, I have a lot of pe- people who aren't, um, you know, creators that definitely, you know, will pop in and show support. I have a lot of, you know, like um, graphic art uh, designers, um, painters, um, there's a few people who are just music lovers. They just love music. Um, and so I, I've found that I, I get a lot of support from people who aren't also artists. That's awesome. Like I said, I, I don't see that a lot, but 
I, I, my, it's not a really large sample size is what I'm trying to get at. I don't, I don't have a real wide net to guess. It's not like I'm managing thousands of accounts, thank God. So the ones I manage are enough. But I don't really like, you know, dig in and follow a lot of, I mean, follow along with what all other comments are happening on other people's accounts. So. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I, I have one account and I struggle to keep up with that one. So there's no way I could do another one. Yeah, well, you 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 know kind of what my my Twitterverse yeah. looks like. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Between the agency account, the, the podcast account, the, my personal one, the band account, and a couple other little miscellaneous ones here and there, it's just it's it's a lot. Of course, a lot of them get neglected from time to time. There'll be days that I won't post anything on one, and be like, oh crap, I gotta go there and do something with that one. <laughs> I can see how that would happen. Yep. Well, I boys, I'm like literally, it's been oh, close to a decade since I've had less than ten Twitter accounts. So, Whew. and I've rebranded some of them. I've deleted. I've killed off some, and some I've repurposed for other things. And it, you know, it Twitter's been just a. I've had a love hate thing with it for many years now. Some stuff it works really well. For other stuff, it's like. A complete waste of time. It just depends on what market you're in, really. Yeah, I think that's the case for a lot of people, too. Yeah, it's just like different networks with different genres of music. Like, you know, um, like if, if you're into, if you're a country artist, Facebook is going to perform a lot better for you because that demographic of that fan base ages yeah. a little higher, you know. Yep. So that's who's over there on Facebook more. It's people typically older, an older crowd spends more time there. The, the younger crowd, they'll have a presence there, but they're spending most of their time on Instagram and Twitter or TikTok or whatever else. Yep. But then you have the Absolutely. old boomers like me. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not a boomer. I'm a Gen Xer, but <laughs> but we we you know a lot of people my age and up spend the bulk of their online time on Facebook. I get on there long enough to check my my uh, notifications and handle a couple things in some groups I need to. And then I bounce. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Facebook. I'll go on and check my karma page notifications and then I'm off. Yep. I've got the autonomy page and then I've got my band page that I, I help manage with, with our singer. So, but then I, and I have my personal that I, I've fooled around with to share some funny crap on, you know, just for friends and stuff. Cause I've got a lot of old friends from high school and stuff on there, so I'll BS with them a little bit. But I, I think I use their messenger more than I use the actual Facebook app itself. Yeah, absolutely. Do I follow you on TikTok? I don't. I don't think I do. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm um, still trying I, to learn I, how to use that one. I don't want to open TikTok right now because it always like opens up blaring a video. It's like, oh, okay, so let's, let's just well, wait. <laughs> it's like a black know. hole. You just get sucked in. Oh, I know. You, you get to watching cat videos or something and you just like, get oh sucked my in. Gosh, great. Yes. Just... Some of those people are witty. They are. There's some really talented people on there. Some really funny people and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. There was one I found just today, and I was blown away with this this girl that has this dog, and she has this big board laid out with all these little like push button things that say different stuff, and the dog talks to her by pushing the buttons of what he wants to say. He's like, "Want?" and she said, "Want what?" He said, "Food," and she said, "You want food?" He reaches over and pushes, "Yes," and it's like, 
what the hell? The dog has learned to talk wow. to his master using these buttons for its voice. Like, that is incredible, man. It was, and I just I got sucked into a deep dive on that for like 30 minutes, just scrolling through those videos, watching that, watching her with her dog doing that. It's, it's unbelievable. That's awesome. But that, yeah, that's how TikTok goes. Yep. <laughs> like you said, it's a bit huge time suck. So my Lay down at like 5 p.m. and then by 11:30, you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yep. My daughter's always sending me. She'll find something funny on Instagram and send it to. I mean, on TikTok, and she'll send me the link to it, and I'll go check it. And next thing I know, I've you know, 10, 15 minutes have gone by, and I've been scrolling this whole time. I was like, oh, thanks for getting me sucked into this black hole, kid. <laughs> so you, you mentioned something on Twitter or Instagram one here a while back about an annual EP. You were a collaboration effort you'd been doing. Yeah, it didn't end up happening. That's the one you were talking about that didn't wind up happening this year. Yeah. Earlier. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. I'm just curious. I'm trying to get back to back to talking about your music here. Uh, we already talked when I was talk, had B Funk on. We talked about uh, talking shit. <laughs> you, were you featured on his track? Yeah, that was that, that was, was a fun, fun one. It really was. I was driving around when it when it dropped last year, and I, I was I enjoyed that one. <laughs> yeah, that one was a lot of fun. So, what are you doing to help get the word out about your stuff besides um, scheduling tweets and? Um, Facebook and Instagram ads, YouTube and Google ads, um, music videos are helping tremendously. Um, on YouTube? And, YouTube yeah. Videos? yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a website created, which, um, has pretty good traffic. Um, it's, it's a cool site too. Uh, let's see what else have I been doing? Um, merch helps. You know, I've I've sold a, a few hundred dollars in merch in the last couple months, so that's nice too. Yeah, was um, yeah, yeah, always. Uh, really, it's just been networking on social medias until we can get out and perform. Yeah, you have any plans to get out there soon? I I'm so excited that they're opening Texas. I know people are mad about it, but um, yeah, I'm excited. I have been working out and I've been prepping and. I'm ready. Nice. Yeah, we, my band that I'm in, we did a show, we did a little abbreviated set to kind of kick off an open mic night once back in October, but we only did like six songs. And then we did our full set in uh, on December 19th. And that was the last time we were on stage. Um, but we have two shows scheduled later this month. So that's, things are getting back to going again. Thank goodness. That's awesome. Congrats. Thank you, thank you. That's, that's good. I'm I'm anxious to get back up there. I bet. I'm it excited. is fun being on stage. Yeah, for sure. That's the best part of the whole thing in my book is just playing live. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Where do you guys play? Well, on the uh, Thursday the 18th, we're at the Haltom Theater in Haltom City. Okay, yeah. And then on the 20th, two days later... 
we there's this little deal called the Covert Concerts, and it was a one-time deal that the dude put together that wound up becoming a monthly thing, way out in Mineral Wells, out to the west. Oh. Yeah, but it's the, there's this old. It's in the kind of a residential area, and there's this old building that had been mostly demoed, but there's a, a concrete slab and one wall that stands up there, and it's just known all all around the area as the graffiti wall. And everybody just comes like randomly does add stuff to it here and there, and he's gotten a set um, permission to go over there once a month and set up and just do a, a live outdoor show. It's like a real family oriented thing. It starts at like six thirty and goes till about nine, so they can shut it down so it's not too loud in the neighborhood there and all that. But um, it's just a fun little kind of outdoorsy, family oriented type shows. It should be really fun. It's a really cool venue. It's a cool look and a really neat aesthetic. So. We're not gonna do, get some pictures taken while we're over there and all that stuff. It's gonna be a fun spot. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. I'm looking forward to playing Haltom Theater too because it's a pretty big stage over here on the Fort Worth side. So. Yeah, that's what I've the, heard. Yeah, it's one of the top like it and the Rail Club are like two of the biggest you know clubs over here on the west side of the D- of DFW. Some. Yeah, I've been to the Rail Club to watch um, a friend perform, but. Uh, yeah, I've not been to the Halton one. I'm sad to say I haven't actually been to either one. So. Oh. I've been to several other smaller venues around here, but I've never hit either one of those two for some reason. I've been planning to before we actually played there. I wanted to, but I haven't had a chance to get up there yet. So. If all else fails, I'll be there in two weeks. There you go. <laughs> actually, two weeks from yesterday. And for everybody that doesn't know, this is March 4th, so by the time y'all hear this, that those shows will have already well, long since passed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, I'm about five weeks ahead right now, so just so you know, this will be about five weeks out when this episode actually drops. Five weeks. Five oh, so we'll be in six. May, yeah. So the next single that will yeah. be dropping is Keep Begging, so be on the lookout. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And there will be, you know, what, there will have been four, probably two or three uh, have dropped in between there? Five. Oh, oh wow, that's a lot. Yeah, Jeez. five singles and, well, in five weeks, hold on. Yeah, no, I'm getting ahead of weeks, myself, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, we're, oh, we're in March, that's why I was thinking April. Uh, I need to get it together. One, two, three, yeah, three. I'm afraid if I ever get it together, I'll forget where I put it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's pretty cool. So you'll have you'll you'll be on five tracks that will have released by that time. So yeah, that's Uh, maybe six. We'll see. Just never slow down, do you? No, no, no. no. I don't blame you. You got to push forward. Keep it going. Got to stay in front of people. Build on that momentum. Absolutely. So, uh, did you weather stor- the storms okay that came uh, through? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. I, it was brutal. I, I, we were without power for the bulk of two days. It came the second That's day, awful. it came back on a little bit here and there for a little while, and we'll go back off again. And then until that second night, it was like from 2 a.m. one morning till like 9 p.m. the next night, like almost 30 some hours later. 40 hours, 40 some hours later, that it finally came back on and stayed. But it was miserable while we were dealing with it. But 
so many people had it so much worse. I I can't even complain. Yeah, I felt that like, people's pipes are bursting and oh, no heat. Uh-huh. It's just I can't even imagine. Yeah, at least I have a fireplace. So we were able to keep it somewhat warm in here. But my daughter's mom at her house, they had a pipe. It got below freezing in most of the house. They had a little a generator with, and they could power some little space heaters. And they were able to close the doors in their little den and stay warm in there. But the rest of the house was way below 30 degrees inside there. And they had a pipe that froze between the first and second floor that fed into the second floor oh bathroom. Oh, my gosh. So it, it, like when it thawed, it started pouring down into the kitchen down below. And theirs was pretty minor compared to what a lot of people had to deal with. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm glad everybody's okay, though. Yeah, I'm, I was really shocked that we didn't hear about a lot more um, issues with health and people yeah. di- dying as a result of exposure and stuff. Yeah. At least we're through that, and now we're here we are. It's... Uh, in March and it's like pushing 70 degrees out there and sunny. It was, it was hilarious. One one Tuesday morning it was one degree here. The next Tuesday it hit 80 degrees. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what happened here. And I was like, oh, Texas. Yeah, it's Texas weather for sure. You're a California girl originally, right? Yes, sir. And oh, this this weather, my family, we was like, what is going on? <laughs> Yeah, it was like the coldest it's been in the DFW area. I think they said like 70-some years. Yeah. I'm like, good, let's hope it's another 70 before it gets that cold again. So. Great. If, if I never see it that cold again, I'll be happy with that. Ugh, same. I don't remember ever seeing single digits here. Like 12 <laughs> is the lowest I'd seen it, and that, I thought that was bad. No, that zero felt like, oh, I can't even explain it. Yeah, it was just brutal. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. And, of course, all of that was, like, just a few days after the giant, like, 130-plus car pileup on the highway over here. I know. Earth. I couldn't believe that. That and Just the videos that were out there of it were just – some of them were hard to watch because you just know people were seriously injured and killed in some watching as you're watching that. Yeah, I couldn't watch them. Yeah, I watched a couple of them. One of them was like, it got to one spot. I was like, oh, nope, I just had to stop it. I was like, I can't watch anymore of that. But anyway, on a lighter note, <laughs> <laughs> it's getting to be springtime. I actually hear the ice cream truck going by outside. I hear the music playing. So that's a good Is sign. That, that's, that's a great sign. Absolutely. I'm ready for summer again. Yes. Bring on the heat. My daughter's loving it because she's like she loves the colder weather better, and so she was digging it. She was out playing in the snow for a couple of days and all that. And oh no! Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm in here bundled up, going, yeah, you you can keep that mess. I'll come back out there when it's like June. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather sweat than be cold. Absolutely, all day. And I, I hear people say, well, you can always. Bundle up, on. but you can't. It can only yeah. take so much off. I'm like, you know, yeah, that may be true, but I can put on nine layers and I'll still be cold. But I can get hot. Mm-hmm. I can walk inside in the AC and turn on the fan or whatever, or mist myself down a little bit with some water, and I'll be good to go. Exactly. You can only generate so much body heat. 
that's why I live down here, not in Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no, absolutely no way. Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't hang up there. Like my, my little brother, he's about to go into culture shock because he's been living in Hawaii for going on three years now, and uh, they're about to transfer again. His wife's military, and uh, uh, they're about to transfer up to uh, I want to northeast somewhere. It's not, I think Massachusetts, not Massachusetts. But, Somewhere around that neighborhood. Somewhere oh, around, I don't think it's Boston, but kind of somewhere in that neck, that neck of the woods. That's going to be awful. Yeah, go f- from Hawaii to that. Those winters up there. Oh, Lord. <laughs> nope. No, thank you. Uh-uh. They can have it. But, you know, I'm going to rub it in a little bit next winter when he's up there f- completely freezing because it doesn't get above 20 for like two months and and uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Where was that bragging you were doing last last winter when you were out yeah. there at the beach? <laughs> exactly. It was t- it was two degrees here, and you were at the beach. So kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotta love little brothers. Yeah. Always, oh, I guess you do. My my mom kept telling me I had to. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. My brother and I are tight, but we like to roast each other too. Yeah, I have six siblings, and we all do that. Oh yeah, you've got to. If if I didn't roast him on the regular, he would think I didn't care. Exactly. (laughs) Yep. Awesome. Well, you're gonna have to keep me posted when you get some live shows going here. I want to come catch you, catch you live. Yeah, absolutely, and I'd like to. Pop in on one of your guys's too. I'd love to see you guys live. I've been watching your Instagram uh, videos. Yeah, we were we were over in Richardson. That was where that show in December was. I should have like hollered at you because I'm less closer to your area. It was dead that night there up there though. Sadly. The yeah, but it's good practice. With the other bands. Oh yeah, I don't care. We had a good time. I don't care if we're playing for five people or 500 people. It's I'm just going to have a good time being up there. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Exactly. All right. So, uh, like, how many songs do you think you're going to wind up just ballpark figure, wind up putting out just in 2021? Oh, geez. I know you've got at least probably 12 to 15 already planned, right? Yeah. And I've already released one, two, three this year. And I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, plus 12 in mix and masters. So 20 plus those three. So 23. Wow. At least. So that's, that's how many we can expect to hear at least coming out this year, huh? Yes, sir. And that's not counting any other features you might might jump on to. No, no, no. Those those are just my songs. Yeah. Wow. Very prolific. I don't, I don't see how you do it, uh, man. Because especially like with five dudes all in a band together, like we all have our inputs and we all like want to do stuff. This just the writing process of creating new songs takes several weeks usually and so there's no way we could keep up that kind of a pace if we put if we create one new song that's like ready to go play in our live set every three months that's a pretty good pace yeah but i mean 
that's there. Like you said, there's five of you guys. I just have yeah. to worry about me, myself, and I, and then features if I have them. Right. I want to do more of that too. I want to do more featured like guitar works and maybe even some vocals soon. So I did the one track, you know, with Hipster Pug last year that I played a guitar part on for one of his uh, for the intro track to his last album. And that was a ball. I enjoyed doing that. It was it was it was difficult because it was like in a key that I'm not familiar with and and just a, a style I'm not really familiar with playing in. But it was, it was a fun challenge. Yeah, that would be pretty cool, actually. I never thought I'd like when my first real professional releases would be me featuring playing guitar on an EDM track. But there you go. <laughs> I think it would be cool to like. Um, like when doves cry by Prince, you know that that intro, yeah. something like that. That would be cool. It would. Let me know if you want something. <laughs> we'll hook it up. Yeah, I definitely will. Even if it's just like a little riff that you can sample and loop or whatever. Like that. Well, that I'm one. I was wondering. Was a melodic thing that I did. It was like the whole track. Was, do you do um, acoustic? Yeah, okay. I've got an acoustic. Because I, there's a song I wrote back in, I want to say it was August or September, and the guy who's been working, I just wanted a simple acoustic, um, like, I don't even know how to explain it in words, I'm better. Anyways, um, just a simple acoustic, like, background, like, maybe some light drums, maybe in the hook, but, like, the, the verses were very, very, like, acoustic. And the beat is just, like, he he finally started heading in the right direction, but I haven't heard from him. So, I'm, I wanted to put this track out, like, months ago, and I haven't been able to. So, maybe we could look at that. Yeah, hit me up after this. Offline. Yeah. Or we'll, uh, I'll definitely take, be glad to take a look at it. Okay. I, lo- I love any chance I can to get, get out there and do something different and do something new. Okay. That would be awesome. I'm actually trying to work on putting together a little bit of a solo project too. So it's I've got a lot of different ideas. I'm trying to trying to narrow it down and focus myself because I tend to get scattered and have like 15 different ideas. I'm trying and wind up producing nothing because I never actually land settle on something. So I'm trying to get myself to focus and like put together. I want to do like a concept album. That's kind of almost autobiographical in nature. Cool. So, um, somewhat loosely based, of course. But yeah. Only the names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> <laughs> or the not so innocent, as it were. <laughs> Man, I, I, I just like you, you know, I just love to gather and do stuff. And even if I'm. Even things that don't really amount to much, you know, and I never actually make anything of it. At least I had fun tinkering with it for a while, you know, and just learned learned a few things that I can apply later on to something else. Yep. But my band right and I right now are just trying to get some demos recorded, and and even that's been a bit of a challenge because we we're starting to learn that oh well we weren't quite as in sync as we thought we were playing in our jam room. It sounds a lot different when you. Actually, start recording it, and you get a good capture, and you listen back and go, "Ooh, yeah, that's not nearly as clean as what we were hoping it would be." So, 
So yeah, I gotcha. Little, there's some polishing to do on that, especially when you have two guitarists and you have a slightly different tone. You know, you're going through different style amps and all that, so it's significant difference in our guitar tones. But if we're not playing exactly on the same note and the same beat and the, the timing isn't spot on, it, it is glaring. Yeah. So, you said you were running social media ads and you got your new website going and all that. I don't think I've actually noticed your website. I'm going to have to go check that out. What is that URL, by the way, So for everyone who's listening? It's catchmekarma.com. Pretty simple, with two A's, right? Yes, sir. Catch me karma with two A's. And uh, you were mentioning you're been doing some ads on Facebook, Instagram, and such like that. Have you installed that Facebook tracking pixel yet? No. You said your website was getting some decent traffic. Um, I, I would definitely look at doing that as soon as you can. Um, mainly, it's just it's it's a tracker so that if anybody who hits your site and if they're oh wait in, is that where you linked it? Yeah, well, if they're yeah, if they're logged that. into Facebook, then it'll it'll show them in your Facebook. Um, your uh, custom audience that you've created for Facebook or for website visitors. You've done that one. Yeah, I did, and then I set up the messenger on it too. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Because that's like so many people miss out on a lot because they don't have they don't even either a they don't have a website or they don't set that up on there, and it's like especially if like, you want to go target ads to people like. You can filter it out by people who are members of that list, and they fit a certain geographic location. Like if you're going to be playing a show, yep. I use this all the time. You know, I use like Toledo or something like that. You know, you can filter to people out who are on that list from Toledo, more than a hundred miles of that venue or whatever, and that'll give you people that who have visited your website. So you know, they at least have some interest in what you're doing. Yep, that's They're why I use my Spotify old. stats for uh, Facebook ads. Yeah, oh, wow, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize you could link the Spotify. I don't have a Spotify for artist account yet. So I don't link it. I, I just I go through and I look at the top cities and um, countries, and oh, then I use good. that for the... You use those for geotargeting? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. It's a great idea. I should start trying to do that with my podcast, actually. Can't hurt it. Yeah, the podcast host tells me where where downloads came from. You had a busy day today? Uh, yeah, just one job to the next was all. And kind of hit and miss. One day as busy as can be, the next day I'm kind of scratching my, you know, twirling my thumbs, wondering what, what I need to be doing next. But today will happen to be one of those busy days, and oh, that's lovely. <laughs> but I just wrapped up everything I needed to do just not long before it's time to get on here, so that that worked out well. So. That is well. That that that's good that that it happened that way. I don't yeah, know why my alarm didn't go off. I set it and everything. And I went to my calendar, and it's there. So I was like, okay. Yeah, no worries. I'm just, 
I just messaged you over here on Skype and a few minutes before four and about three minutes after I thought I'd hit you up on Twitter and see if you were still on. I know you had stuff potentially going on today. So I wanted to be sure. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, no worries. I was, I'm glad we were able to get on here and do this again. It's been a while. Too long. Yeah. We need to catch. I need to catch you on. Get on one of those Instagram lives you do too soon. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing one tomorrow and performing a song so I can get used to performing live again. Yeah, there you go. That's a good idea. I was actually talking with a uh, buddy and another former pod, well, actually, I say former podcast get, podcast guest. He uh, the episode's recorded, but it's actually it doesn't drop until next week. So. <laughs> um, JJ with the Louisiana Project out of California. He's uh, yeah, I've been kicking around the idea of like doing a, a like regularly scheduled Instagram live, like one night a week. Yeah, that's a good idea. I might, I might start doing that again soon too, just to kind of another way to get out there and get in front of people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. I should let you go. Get the rest of your evening going. I really appreciate your time. This has been enlightening it's been a good experience as always absolutely it's always fun to get on here and talk music and talk about how promotion and all that <laughs> stuff that's those are things i live for I, all day every day i'm either either i'm working on music or working on promoting music absolutely <laughs> or doing my day job or being a dad you know there's those things too <laughs> <laughs> but it's all it, it's all for good for a good cause you know absolutely i agree well, Karma, it has been a pleasure, and we will definitely be doing this again. Yes, sooner than later. Absolutely. Let's not wait like nine, ten months, whatever it is it's been. <laughs> yeah, well, that's well, a little too long. Exactly. Well, keep me posted on your uh, your new updates as they're dropping over the next few weeks and months. Absolutely. I, mean, I try to, I try to keep up with everybody uh, you know, on Twitter and Instagram and whatnot, but I, a lot of stuff goes by that I miss, so. Yeah, I got you. It's the same for all of us. There's oh, some yeah. people where I'm like, what the? I didn't even oh, forget it. <laughs> yep. You just don't even try. Just do the best you can. I mean, you exactly. try, but you don't just don't drive yourself crazy about it. It's like, yeah. I'm just glad I get every once in a while I see stuff that pops up like and stuff like Instagram. I'm not Instagram. Uh, Spotify, you set it for alerts and uh, Spotify alerts are just horrible. So, like, I set it for an alert. When your album was coming out, what was that, like October, November yeah. last year? Yeah, yep. Uh, I want to say it was in October because it was like right around the time of my birthday. But, um, yeah, I, I Wait, like when's your birthday? Alert, the 30th. Oh, mine's the 7th. Okay. Oh, cool. Um, anyway, I remember it was like dropping at midnight one night, and I remember actually sitting and listening to it, but that's only because I, I had remembered on my own. It wasn't Spotify never did send me that notification. So, of course they didn't. I don't, I, I, their notification system is not the greatest, but they'll send me notifications for stuff. I'm like, what? I didn't ask for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Gotta TikTok popping pop up. So and so is on the live video, or so and so just posted oh, the I video know. right now. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> and it's usually somebody that I've I've followed, but I am not really that interested. It's like, why are you showing me this? Like, I don't even know why I followed Charlie D'Amelio except for the fact that I was she was drawing so much attention because she got so huge on there. So yeah. I was wanting to see what the what the uh, hype was all about, 
and I saw her on Gary V's show too. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk, and, and yeah, and uh, so I followed her to kind of start figuring out what the hell is this girl doing that's become so immensely popular. And I still don't know. <laughs> Stealing <laughs> other for, people's dances and taking credit. Exactly. But like yeah. for months, like almost every day or every other day, they would say, hey, Charlie Domingo just posted a new vote video. I'm like, okay, so what? I don't care. <laughs> Swipe away that <laughs> notification. I don't Stop it. But they're trying to get people, you know, the, they're pushing out the people that are popular. I get it. Of course, yeah. They're trying to get people to spend time on the app and we all know what a time working. suck it is. So if they get if they get you over there, they know you're gonna be there to scroll at least a few videos. Yep. If not a couple of hundred. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, make sure uh shoot me your TikTok when we get off of here, and uh, I'll definitely make sure I'm following you over there too. I know I'm following you on on YouTube, and I've seen most, if not all, of your videos already. So. <laughs> I appreciate that. Hey, no worries. Uh, so the videos are really uh, catching traction over there? I meant to ask you Yeah, because of the ads. Oh, yeah, you're running ads to them? Yep. On on Facebook and Instagram primarily? Or you said yeah. Google too, huh? Yeah, and oh, then and, I, I link and them. And YouTube ads. Yes. And then what I do is, because you're going to see the video, so when it asks for the link to take you further, I put my Spotify link in there. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And that's how I've kept my listeners up above 3,000 for this like awesome. last four months, I think. That's quite a feat. That's very good. Congratulations on that. Thank you. The idea being that grows legs and you can kind of, it'll start being self-propagating at some point. That's what I'm hoping. Absolutely. Oh, it'll happen. Just got to keep pushing. Yes, sir. Uh, um... I was going to ask you something else about that, too, and I forgot what it was. Oh, well. Well, I better let you get off here. And we can get, <laughs> and we've already said that once. But <laughs> yeah. We know how that goes. Yeah. It's like it, some people, it's hard to get off the phone with when you get on there. I, I try not to be that person, but every once in a while. <laughs> it's not a bad thing, though. It just means it's good conversation. Exactly. Well, cool, Karma. Like, definitely let me know if I don't see it when you start booking live shows again. So I'm definitely going to go catch that, and I'll keep you posted on ours as well. But um, I'm going to definitely come see you when you get out there and play again. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited for you guys. Oh, it's, it's yeah, me too. <laughs> Suffice it to say, me too. Cool. Well, have a good one, and I'll be talking to you again soon. All right. Thank you. All right, take care, Grandma. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Autonomy Talent Podcast. Whether you're listening as you're commuting to work or as you're washing the dishes or mowing the yard, we greatly appreciate you listening and helping us to support indie artists everywhere. Be sure to follow us all over social. You can find us at Autonomy Pod, all one word, on Twitter and Instagram. And we're also at Autonomy Talent on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, you name it. Or you simply just go to AutonomyTalent.com slash links. From there we have links to where you can listen to this podcast on your favorite podcast player, be it the Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Google Play Music, or even Stitcher. 
And also, there's the Podbean app. They are our hosting service, and they do have their own app. So if you grab the Podbean app, you can actually catch our show as well as many other podcasts. And lastly, if you go to that links page and you still don't see your favorite podcasting app, the one that you like to use, just drop me a note and I'll be sure it gets added to whatever player you like to use. To send me a message, just go to Autonomy Talent on either Twitter or Instagram and drop me a quick DM letting me know which app you like to use and I will go immediately, or as soon as I can, and add our feed to that app. And while we're on the subject of sending me a message... If you are an artist and you would like to be interviewed for this show or have your works featured on the Indie Artist Spotlight episodes that we release on Wednesdays and the occasional Fridays, drop me a line, same way, Twitter or Instagram, and let me know that you'd like to be featured. Shoot me a link with some of your work and I'll take a look at it and we'll see what we can do by getting you on the show. And that wraps up yet another episode of the Autonomy Talent Podcasts. Thank you again for listening and I hope you enjoy this half as much as I do because for me... It's, it's a ball getting to talk to these amazing artists and getting to feature their works on the spotlight episodes that we do. It's just, it's just fun. So I hope you're having fun with it as well, and we're going to keep cranking these things out. So in closing, remember to always live intentionally. <laughs>